0: Hey, everybody. Just wanted to announce that Bitch Sesh is doing another live from home show. That's right. You don't have to dress up. You can get as drunk as you want. Don't need to call an Uber because you're watching from home. And it's going to be Thursday, March 23rd, 5.30 p.m. Pacific time, 8.30 Eastern time. It's going to be such a fun show. We have our very dear friend, love of our life, Jason Manzukis, is going to be on the show, who so famously asked that one time, last time he guessed, can everybody see Ken? Um, So many funny things to talk about, so much to discuss, lots of surprises and fun things, plus the chat. Nothing is better than a bitch sesh live from home chat. Um, So come along. You just have to go to... Uh, www.moment.co slash bitch or just go to get tickets on casey and i's instagram pages but just in case moment.co slash bitch sesh bitch sesh live from home spring fling show can't wait to see you guys there bye Hi everybody! It's Hello, Danielle. Hello
1: everyone. Oh, sorry, Danielle. Wow, oh, out of practice. Yeah, you cut off my end. <laughs> How Go you ahead. doing, Keith? Hey everyone. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really off of our game. We got to get it together. Yeah.
1: What's going well, to happen? to Well, that's us? our show.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> this little Frankie is really coming between us. Uh, I don't love it. Is
1: Danielle? I'm just looking at her and she's just bopping around in her mama roo. In her
0: mama room. I, I yes. need to get, you know what I said to Sydney this weekend? I was like, we were looking for something to do. Come over here. That's what I said. I said, should we go see Frankie? And she was like, yeah, I want to, but I want to finish this thing. And I was like, well, I have to call and I have to make plans. So that's going to be an activity. She really wants to
1: see Frankie. I can't wait. And I also, this is a sidebar, have a pair of earrings I want to give her that I got at a craft fair. Oh, she'll be very excited. You know, she loves yeah. her. So entice her over with lure of that. So, Casey, how's everything been? Where, How are you? Where are you? First and foremost, Danielle, I must give a shout out to our beloved ed- editor, Caitlin Moldenhauer. Hey, she's a hero amongst heroes. Gotten through a bit of a health scare. And if 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 she'll allow us to keep this, I just want to say we love you, Caitlin. We love you,
0: Kate. And, and, and also health scare and here first thing in the morning uh, under our... You know, she knows our tough thumb she's under.
1: Strict instructions. We said, get your ass on the Zoom. Because
0: we ain't got time for resting or being sick. The people need to get at the Housewives <laughs> Recaps. Um, Casey, can I just also say, yes. have you been hearing that? about? I've been hearing so much stuff about Luann's show this weekend. And I know that we have been talking offline yes. about
1: about. Someone threw up on her and the show... Dorinda kicked out for screaming and ranting. Then we have Yasser, Lester's brother, was there in the room where it happened. I mean, honestly, sounds like a show for the ages. I will say you ladies and gents
0: get riled up at these shows, as do we. We have also had at our show. Someone threw up over a balcony. Another girl. Remember when she threw up in her
1: purse in the front row, yeah, which I appreciated.
0: I appreciated she was taking care of everybody else, as women do. People love love to go out to party, and 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 a housewife show is the place to do There's it. There's nothing I love like it. it. God love it.
1: Now, Danielle, if I may just jump off of a segue there, which is as women do and as women take care of things. Okay, I'm afraid, but yes. You should be afraid, Danielle, because... Even though I'm on, you know, maternity leave, I'm mm-hmm. so happy right now. I'm just you keep saying
0: you're on maternity leave, and yet you keep coming
1: back. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm also a, a workaholic, and afraid everything will be lost in an instant. Yeah. Anyway, Danielle, um, I, you know, and I'm and, and I'm, I need to make a public service announcement, and that, and I know we've joked about these public service announcements, and ha 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 ha. But this is so incredibly important, Danielle. Okay. Now, you weren't able to join us yesterday. No, I had a job. Well, don't say it like that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so look, it's it's not every day that, you know, five gals and one gorgeous gay gentleman skip off to the movies at 10. Mm. No, no. At 1220. Mm, right. That's early.
2: That's early in the
0: morning. Uh, Mid work day. Yeah. It's not even a matinee. A matinee too this is a
1: breakfast no, performance no last time we did it. it was my birthday we took ourselves midday to see tickets to paradise
0: uh, and it was paradise that was a dream dream so of course this
1: group thought well what's next you know a couple months later let's treat ourselves a lot mm-hmm. of us our moms we work hard Yeah. You know, Matt works out all the time. He's drinking that water every goddamn second. It's hard to keep a body like that. Yes. And
0: and I see the work that goes into it. It's a full-time job. I swear to God, I would not be able to do it. Danielle,
1: you wouldn't believe what we all ordered at the movies. It was like popcorn, M&Ms. I'm like balancing nachos, dipping Dots, Dr. (sighs) Pepper. This one's passing that one down. You know, Morgan loves her treats too. (laughs) She does. Here's Matt Danielle with a goddamn stick of Arctic Blast gum. What? It's a fuck you to the rest of us.
0: It's honestly, insensitive. right? Sensitive. It's rude, In Matt. these times? How dare. Problematic. How dare he? And you know what? He's holding it over us. What I don't like is that he could just for show order some goddamn
1: and Dots. What would it cost he... him? $25 for one yeah. thing of and Dots? Yeah. That's he it? He can afford it. He can afford it. That's right. Make a show. And it's so, and then he did give me one little, I was like, do you want some nachos? He goes, yeah. He took a, I can't even tell you, Danielle, like a quarter of a nacho off and a dainty dip. I was going to say, I bet it didn't even have cheese on it. He probably just went for the corn chip. Meanwhile, I see June taking her M&Ms and shaking them into her popcorn. Uh, As was intended by the Lord above. Mm Mm-hmm arctic blast anyway so here we are danielle at a matinee and we think it's time for some hooting and hollering you know what did you go see magic mike last dance yeah. yeah, I'm thinking we are hooting and hollering that you know we're we're in high spirits. You know the previews are going.
0: I know we all sent each other memes even beforehand. Yes. Like I couldn't go and I was so upset. I sent you guys memes, of course.
1: And you know it's not even like necessarily like my first thing I'm going to go to, but you're not going to turn down an invitation, no, certainly no, not, never. right? Never. I would. I've seen the first two. I loved you, them, and I had seen two. And I'd like to make a quick important distinction that. I learned yesterday. One in three were directed by Mr. Steven Soderbergh. Number two was directed by a man we don't know. And I prefer that man. Now, what happened at the movie was so upsetting, Danielle, and so frustrating and wrong that I've brought Miss June Diane Rayfield here to, to try to educate you. And really, honestly, if we could save one person, one gal from spending her hard-earned cash or one gentleman, okay, on this film and taking three hours of her life away from this movie, then we've then we've we've done our job. Danielle, here's a little um, takeaway from MM LD. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 Hi, Casey. Hello, June. How are you? You know, it's been a few hours because I'm not good. Yeah, I'm unsatisfied. Like, I don't know what the female version of, like, blue balls is, you know? Like, I don't <laughs> know what just happened out there, but I feel really agitated.
1: I feel angry. The fact that you're unsatisfied, I'm angry. I want to just, I want to wake up Steven Soderbergh from his sleep and shake <sighs> him hard. And by the way, i love to be in any of his movies. Please no one tag him. I mean,
3: I do hope there's another movie and that I can be in it. And I can offer my services.
1: (laughs) Another Magic Mike, but that was The Last Dance. Was it? Yeah, because it wasn't actually because Channing said many times, I don't dance anymore, yet did dance, but they never made that a plot point. But what was a plot point was every (laughs) single fucking other thing. No stripping, all bureaucracy, red tape, deeds,
3: uh, uh, local government. Yeah, land use, commercial, real estate zoning versus residential zoning. I mean, it couldn't have been more tedious. It was paperwork. We were watching (laughs) paperwork instead of stripping. It was admin. It was... It was corporate America. Absolutely right. We were punching in and punching out. Oh my God, it was a, it was a drag. It was a true, it was a nine to five. It's like, I thought we were going after hours. Now, did we see it at 1220? Yeah. We did.
1: But that's not on us. Like, we're lucky to get there. I left a newborn. Everyone else left children, left work, left sitting on their beds, staring at the wall because that's that's better than what they saw when we dragged ourselves to the Regal Cinema. The
3: Regal Cinema in NoHo. Um... I'm just upset because I, obviously, you know, I haven't seen the first and second movie. So it's like, I'm coming to this and I'm experiencing like almost an existential grief. Like there's feelings that you have as a human where you're like, I feel sad. Something's bringing something up and I don't even have a personal connection to
1: it. And you don't have a reference point.
3: I don't. It's like a collective consciousness. I'm grieving on behalf of what I never even knew. Only for it to not be there. (laughs) It was very strange. It's like, I'm grieving the empty space. That's right.
1: And we'll, and I'll hold space for that. But I'm so angry on your behalf as well, because you were asking on the text chain, which was a little like, I. you were like, do I need to have seen the first two, which got was a little like, no, you know, um, because there's no plot and that's as it should be.
3: That's... Right as rain.
1: Right as it should be. So we were like, ha ha, we don't need to catch you up. Like all you're going to be seeing is like beefcakes, like good old fashioned beefcakes, like Jersey or rather Vegas, like, you know, just the shows that we all love and know. That's all you're going to see. And that's not what we got.
3: You know what I'm really mad about? I feel like for men, they are offered the female body for consumption sexually, like left and right at Mm -hmm. every turn. You know, I have my... Like, our kids turn on NBA 2K and there's cheerleaders dancing in skimpy outfits. Like, it is literally everywhere at every turn. And we get one thing. We get one thing. Have it. And it's called Magic Mike. And to not give it to us. To not give it there? It's misogynistic. It's a crime against women.
1: I don't even want to say what I want to do to them. It's a crime. It's a hate crime.
3: What they did give us was like, an Oscar, it was like the importance of being earnest. It was, it was like a Oscar it was a comedy, play. a comedy of manners. Man, it truly was I mean, they gave us like a Eliza Doolittle. It was really, it was really upsetting.
1: All we saw was Salma and Channing. Now, right off the bat, we get an incredible dance.
3: Now there's two sequences. I will say there's two sequences that are amazing, and one of them is in the very beginning of the movie, and it is. TT Lating.
2: TT
3: Lating. And Channing, I, I take my hat off to him. Yes.
1: Oh, it's tipped as could be. I don't oh, blame him for wonderful. any of this.
3: I don't blame and him for Not for, for any a second. This.
1: Saw his name as producer. Don't blame him.
3: I don't blame him for a second, and I'll never take this out on Channing. Ever. I won't. I would never. And I don't
1: hope you don't expect me to.
3: <laughs> Don't expect that. You won't find it here. I would never do such a thing because I believe he wanted to give us more.
1: <laughs> you felt that from the performance.
3: I did. and But he was being held back, imprisoned by that script. I'll tell
1: you where they had him. In a light and sound box. <laughs> uh, Uh, Okay, what we watched was Channing Tatum and Salma Hayek direct a comedy of manners while experiencing one in London, trying to cut through red tape for a theater to let them perform Magic Mike (laughs) as though this was Footloose or as though the town was scandalized and they couldn't get the permits. And I mean, we watched every turn of that screw. Every permit. We looked at the paper. We looked at it (laughs) sitting down on the table.
3: We really did. I mean, and I couldn't even tell you what the fucking thing of it was. Like her husband. Unicorn was
1: so many things. I I, I really don't know. And I don't care to see a child. I don't care to see Salma's daughter in this.
3: They should never have had her in there.
1: And then in the second, the last, the only other full strip tease, we have to watch a child watch it.
3: I was mad about that. Me too. There's a line in the movie where Channing talks about, you know, how like if they start dancing the correct way, they're going to like make these moms, these these like PTA minivan driving (laughs) moms go fucking crazy and they'll have them like, you know, shaking and crying in the bathroom. And I was sort of like, yeah, bitch, you will hear from us because you didn't give us what we wanted. And guess what I have parked in my driveway? (laughs) and you guys didn't fucking deliver after a global pandemic? After we've been homeschooling?
1: How much you make good on a premise that is, again, the only thing we can get at home, okay? Without having to hire a stripper. Give us something. It's called magic, Mike. It's
3: not called red tape, Mike. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, it's not called like Mike Goes to Washington. <laughs> Mike
1: Mike goes to City Hall. Mike takes a stand at City Hall. This is local politics. Like, we're not even. So
3: local, yokel.
1: And I'm going to say something really unkind. You know, they had this big thing about, like, and you know me, June, I'm a progressive, you know, but they had a lot about, like, we must be inclusive in this. I don't want that in this. Because (coughs) they included people being danced upon and, and I put myself in the category with these lovely elders elder women mm-hmm. and these are elders and they're like being like haha isn't this crazy we're like stripping upon these people and I'm like N- it's actually upsetting because you have given me three stripteases one of them is with an 80 year old woman. Mona's a joke
3: and played for comedy.
1: You think I'm watching this movie for fucking yucks? I don't want to see you gyrate on an 80-year-old woman. Let's not include everyone. Let's include women in their 20s or 30s. Thank you. Make them hot and have them strip upon them. Except for Salma, of course, who I don't blame either. 56, looking
3: hot as hell. She looked amazing. Um, Casey, I totally agree with you. I, you know, not all voices needed to be heard. And... (laughs) Nope. The elderly, I don't need to see out there. It wasn't a death. She
1: looked like Iris Apfel. That um. Yeah,
3: and uh, yes, yes, But they were like playing for her, comedy, you know. and I was just like, not today. You know, not here. It's not funny,
1: and it's not funny. We're here to see you take your clothes off and gyrate upon. Not yes. is it so much to ask? it's not so much to ask when the movie's called Magic Mike and we've seen two which is you set the premise for us Magic Mike you did this to us you're acting like I came to see Aaron Brockovich and I'm wondering like you know I saw women talking and I'm like where are the strippers like that's not what's happening here I'm not at four billboards and wherever like I'm (laughs) looking for for the goddamn stripping
3: okay Uh, yes I'm looking for a bunch of dudes in jeans like grabbing their crotches and like humping
1: from Florida I want men that look from Florida. Yes. Thank you, Channing. You fit that bill. Yes. And I want so a couple of people have reached out. My friend Sierra Nala said that. So what did so, she say? Yeah. So what Magic did she say? Mike One was not amazing. Now Stephen did that one. Magic Mike Two, he did not do greatest. Now have I seen and that was the No. Greatest. Okay. Sierra said everyone forgets that Magic Mike One was about securing a business loan. <laughs> That's how he got into it. That was one. So then, too, we have a completely new director. Now, whoever that gal or guy was, because I saw, two in the theater, women were hooting and hollering, June. Wow. They're, they're as close to throwing a bra at the screen that I've ever seen.
3: Now, we were screaming. Yes. We were screaming, but what we were screaming was, shut the fuck up and stop talking. And I'm screaming at the elderly butler, like, you fucking take your shirt off and start gyrating <laughs> shut the fuck up. Company. I was like, so lines I'll, you're trying I'll to take say. the daughter. I'll take I'll the I'll literally take whoever wants to take off their clothes, but somebody better do it and <laughs> quick. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> somebody better get to stripping. <laughs> it was so upsetting
1: to watch scene after scene. I mean, an hour and a half goes by. We've only okay, seen one scene. See. And then you're thinking, okay, finally we're
3: going to have the auditions for this show. Nope. They try to go jokey there too. Now my question is, they, they sort of set up and tee up that there's going to be this really hot dancer that they're got to fly in from Italy. The man that they present... <laughs> okay. Uh, this, this, honestly, to me, was the most upsetting part of the movie. The man we that they present is looks and acts just like Tommy Wiseau from The Room. Okay? He is as strange as all fucking get out. <laughs> he is... As Matt McConkey said, abstract. There are abstract parts of this movie where it's like they're trying to give us, like, oh yeah, we're gonna do stripping, but also the the guy that we are teeing up as the hottest stripper at one point is going to be in a Swan Lake costume with <laughs> feathered eyebrows. Stripping for us, and I'm like, I don't
1: take your art house and fucking take shove it. it and okay, shove it up, I know you that's, that's your signature. that you won't let me see. You're doing magic, Mike. Okay, that's yes. your blockbuster trilogy.
3: Yes. Okay. I found it to be really. I found this movie to be offensive. I really did. I, I really did. I'm like, you're offending me and my own sexuality. You're and my this time. Is offensive.
1: Yes. My money.
3: Yes, I left there at 2.30. You think I've got two and a half hours? We paid 10 75 for the matinee price and we didn't get shit. And for that, they should have
1: given us money. They should have I thrown know. dollar bills at us when we left. And here's what's
3: so upsetting is that the two numbers we were given, it's like I'm almost even more upset that they were so good because they were. We were given two wonderful numbers and that's great. But the length of time between those two numbers was the length of the movie. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. The whole damn thing.
1: And I want to talk about... Now, I know you didn't see two, June, but there's the group of guys that we all know and love. It's like, this is our crew, you know? Your Matt Bomer's, your Joe <laughs> Mantegliotello's, whatever his name is, okay? This is the crew,
3: June. This, this is the, is the crew. old And crew. Do they all
1: have their own little, like, personalities, oh, own little gimmicks, yeah. You know, this yeah. one's got his do. gag, and this one's got his gag. Yeah. So that's the crew. And like, yeah, you might, you might not love them, but that's who we're, we love them at this point. You know, it's who we're with. Of course. So I thought, oh, the movie's going along. Like, I'm not seeing the old crew. I guess they couldn't afford to pay them. I'm sure these guys, I'm making up things. I'm like, oh, I'm sure these guys wanted a lot of money. You know, like maybe Channing mm-hmm. got all the money. They didn't pay them. Well, they did pay them, June, because they were in the movie. The guys that I'm used to seeing stripping and dancing and being cute. What I saw was them on a Zoom call with Channing Tatum, where the director took his opportunity to go art house and make it and go realism and had them on a Zoom call that was fuzzy and cutting out. So Joe mentally. Ha, tell low.
3: Honestly, that felt like such a fuck you to those actors. Like you asked for money, you. this is what you're gonna fucking get. You're not even gonna be in focus.
1: But June, did they pay them anything for that? Because I'm like. Morgan and I were like, okay, and now the guys come out. She kept turning to me, and going, and the guys are going to come out. Like that was funny. He says he owes the money. Here they come to save the day.
3: Yeah, that's not mm-hmm. what happened at all. They never arrived.
1: Well, they then never the arrived. credits roll, and Morgan turns to me and she goes, No, no, no. Channing and Salma are going to get married, and the guys are going to come out. I go, Morgan, the guys aren't <laughs> coming call. out. Oh, I was waiting for Goodell. Like over it there. says, Technicolor. You <laughs> yeah, know, it's so universal. <laughs> it's over. Yeah, it's over.
3: It's over. Now, I've never seen those guys. And yet, I was also, again, it's like, it's very strange to have a a feeling of pain that you, of loss when you never even had the thing. And that is what I felt that it was like I was grieving for all of us and humanity because Mm -hmm. I knew that there was more we saw those guys, it's also like to put them on a Zoom, to put them in a space that's so energy-sucking for all of us after the pandemic, a fucking Zoom call, to do that to them? It wasn't even shot straight on. It was like from an angle. It and was... to have them blurry,
1: I've never seen something so upsetting. To see Matt Bomer, Bomber, just in front of a weird, like he put like a background behind him. It, it was so upsetting.
3: Yeah, it wasn't right. It was They each right. had about
1: two lines. Now, June, here's what I took issue with. It's like, okay, I guess you guys don't have money. That's what I'm to assume because you've paid Salma, you've paid Channing. Okay, that's what okay. I'm getting. So we're filming the entire thing in one home, one energy less home.
3: And one theater. and tight and and tight quarters in that home, very tight, very and tight I have to quarters. Think you're rich, very I know. tight. Because it's like we get, we had that big number in that Miami Beach house, and I was like, oh Ooh. wow. Ooh. And that's the one they put in the trailer, and that's
1: what they're trying to hope women put take their good money and men and take their hard earned dollars um, and go see. And I'm here to tell you, if I can save one person, you've seen it in the trailer.
3: You've seen all of it. That water sequence and it was amazing. That was scene amazing. was amazing. It was amazing. You know, let's give it its due. It was amazing. It was amazing. But again, Junior, right?
1: It's like it actually only goes to show what we miss.
3: Yeah, it really does. It's like, don't give us that and then nothing else. You know? and see him slipping and sliding through that water with those knee pads on. Ooh. Ooh. It was quite good. You know, amazing acting. Amazing. The acting that he did. (laughs) The actor that this man is. and Watching him coach dancers learn how to strip.
1: He was just holding a coffee. Now, this is the man I want to see stripping. He's in the corner holding a coffee going, good, good.
3: And then when dancers do come out, they're doing a little bit more like a chorus line moves. There was, again, too much dancing, not enough fucking stripping and like air humping and crotch grabbing. For them
1: to keep Channing from us, like here's the movies I'm seeing of Channing. Like he's doing a movie with a dog. He's doing a playing a police officer. Like he's got other roles. This is the role where we get this. And now it's gone. That opportunity, gone. He had knee pads on. It is his last dance. And they didn't even use him. Casey, yeah, I'm getting... I started off sad. I'm now angry. I'm angry. To all the executives, to everyone who saw this and signed
3: off on this, please cast me. But... But that aside. That aside. I'm very much so available. But that all those things aside, like I why? I love an audition. Why? I'm fine to be put on tape. But why? After this, why this pandemic, you, this? you know, again, I'm going to take it back to the pandemic. After what we all have done, you know, and, and the pay inequities in this country and what's happening with Roe v. Wade. Like, I'm sorry, you couldn't give us this? All we want is to go
1: with our gals and our guys and see some good old-fashioned gyrating.
3: <laughs> good old-fashioned, American-blooded, you know. Yeah, red-blooded. Humping. Yeah. Humping, that's all we're asking. That's all I ask for. And instead. It's really um, the amount of scenes, and it's like, I, I guess when I was watching it, honestly, Casey, at, some, at one point I was like, are most scenes in in movies like have this much talking? It almost felt like an excessive amount of talking even for a movie that's not about stripping. It felt like, and I don't want to blame Channing, but it felt like...
1: Never. There was a meeting where someone was like, enough with the stripping guys. Like, this is degrading us all. Like, we're making a movie about dancing and it's going to have... Uh, it had a British voiceover. Someone was like, Domps was created in the 18th <sighs> to century. Communicate. Yeah. Fuck
3: oh. you. Fuck, fuck you, you, guys.
1: Put us in Florida. I already have my degrees. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up oh. and take your goddamn the clothes pants off. off. You pieces of meat. <laughs> Honestly, pull your pants off and pull your undies off. Enough of the chit chat bullshit. <laughs> like... Start humping that lady over there right now. <laughs> Hump anything. I don't literally care who anything. Or what or why. They they had so much why and what. It was awful. Absurd. It, was it was absurd. absurd. You're right, June. There was more talking in it than even like a wall to wall like play. The,
3: yes, than women talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah those talking women exists. talked less
1: and they humped more. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. under sadder circumstances. Of course. But I did see more. (laughs) You know, I did.
3: I didn't want to see it, but I saw it. (laughs)
1: And when I want to
3: see it, I don't see it. I I know. I feel really, um, I feel really upset. And let down. And let down. And I'm like, I do think like, because I was watching it and you see these scenes with Selma and Johnny and you're like, wow, they rehearsed that. They that was a sequence. That was that was a major Gorgeous. sequence. Now, I didn't see one and two, but I guess my question to you is this. I put this to you. I ask in this moment, were the sequences in Magic Mike 2 as good as those two sequences and there were just more of them? Or are we in a situation where they just blew it out? on those two? That's
1: such a good question. You know, so I, uh, you're asking me to call up sequences from two. Okay. You know, when I was at Universal City Walk. Well, okay. Hooting and hollering with Morgan and Kulop, you know, and Danielle. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard. There was a bunch of sequences. You know, we had Jada Pinkett Smith. She oh, was wow. doing her thing. We were in her like sex dungeon lounge. A lot was happening. That's They fantastic. weren't trying. Like he, she flung open a door and he was like, good to see you again. And there we went. That's it. Ooh. Like she was in his Ooh. past or whatever, you know, like that's yeah. it. Okay. Again. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. Two very strong
3: sequences, bookending it. And then nothing the in there. I mean, listen, when it comes out on on whatever, like you could just watch those because there's nothing else to watch. And mm-hmm. I'm really you don't seem as hung up on this. I'm really upset about Tommy Wiseau being in this film. Like, why was that? Why?
1: Why? I, Why? I am
3: upset, but I'm also dealing with
1: the loss of the guys and wondering, yeah. you know, I, I'm very in... The paperwork I'm interested in is the paperwork of yeah, like... Deals. Their contracts, okay? <laughs> That's the only paperwork I want to see. It's what happened there. <sighs> June, I have to go, but you know...
3: It was great to check in, you know, and I do... <sighs> it's it's very upsetting because, um, again, I, I hearken back to this, like women, We we don't really get to see... Like we don't get to view men as like objects of pleasure. Yeah, like you see and,
1: thunder down under, but that's like once in a lifetime
3: if you're lucky. This. We don't get lucky. This. We don't get to center our own desire except for Magic Mike.
1: And all they did was talk about how women should be able to do that. And I'm like, that's what I'm that's here what for. This way I plead. Okay, I'm here on a Tuesday
3: at noon.
1: Is that because... I am not cast in something that I want <laughs> yeah. these people I'm putting
3: down to cast me in. Yes. Yeah. Am I very available? Yes. You know, and do I have the time to see it during the middle of a workday? Yes. Yes, I do. But, but you know, it was very strange to, to hear last thing that, that that was the theme of the movie. And yet that was exactly what they deprived us of. You're absolutely right, June. All right, Casey, you know, I I do hope there's another one. I'm going to go back to Magic Mike, maybe one and two. Don't go to one. Really? Again,
1: we have a different director for two. And I think that's what we're seeing is like an art house attempt at Magic Mike. You know, I have a problem a lot of times when comedians are like, I did those for you guys. Now it's time for me to get mine in my serious movie. And it's like, why don't you just please do the thing we like you for? And that's what I felt today. Please do the thing where you dance and take your shirt off and touch your crotch, please. Please. Don't give me these extreme close-ups and try to catch an avant-garde moment
3: in magic, Mike. Last dance? I know. Don't give me a fucking man in a feather eyebrows and tell me that this is supposed to make me, like, excited. Like, fuck you. Last dance. If it was
1: second to last dance, I might feel differently.
3: But that was it. You positive about that, Casey? It's called last dance. I know what it's called. Okay. Maybe, you know. People are upset, though. They they have to wrestle this movie from Soderbergh. They have to. They must. They got to take the franchise away from him. They have to. People are
1: upset. People are upset. Know that. Across this great nation.
3: People are upset. I, 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 I know, because again... It's like the unpaid labor women do all of the stuff like we have this this one thing this one thing and you know they won't let us have it and
1: we're stuck watching a woman in a patent office flip through
3: books how dare you how double how dare you how dare you how dare you, how dare you? How dare
1: you? Thank you. Yeah, I think we'll leave it there. Misogyny. But how dare you? Yep, misogyny. When you tried to 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 flip the script, and yep. we landed right back where we started. Yeah, that's absolutely right.
3: All right, Casey. All right, Jane. Yeah, talk soon. I guess. You know. Last dance. <laughs>
1: yeah, not about this movie because it's done.
0: Oh, Casey. I'm
1: surprised you lived to tell the tale. Oh, Danielle. I'm still so upset. And I've slept on it. You know, it's interesting. June started out disappointed and I started out angry. And by the end, she was angry and I was disappointed. And that always happens with us. You know, as you know, our signs are flipped. Yeah. And then today I woke up more just like kind of filled with ennui. You know, it's like, Mm. what could have been? What could have been?
0: And June pointed out that at some point during the filming, I mean, or not even the filming, but during the you watching the yes. film, you took
1: to the the mic <laughs> and you took to the board. I did, Danielle, because you know I I went to the bathroom and I sat on a gross leather red couch out in front of the Regal Cinema, mm-hmm. and I sat and stared off into space because I'm like I truly have left, and I'm not you know saying I'm so great I, I'm. I'm so lucky to be able to have done it, but I did leave a newborn. Like I'm yeah. here every day, like in the stained sweatpants, you know, yeah. to go hoot and holler. And then for me to just have to sit there, I said, you know what? I am going to film a little love little, uh, video for content. I mean, I'm sorry. We always have to create content. Yeah, At least I could get that. Content. Try to write off that ticket. But that's
0: how upset you were is that yeah. mid-showing, mid-matinee, you had to tell people like, this is not what I thought it was going to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Very right. disappointed. Very angry. Well, we missed you, Danielle, but I I can only imagine your reaction as well. It would have been just as grave and just as you know upsetting. Well, I remember
0: sitting in the second one in and, and watching all my faves my my Channing Tatum, my Joe Mangiello, friend friend of ours, Joe Mangiello, friend of the podcast, we, friend of the pod, friend of dogs everywhere, Joe Mangiello, uh, Matt Bomer, like and the and the gang. Um, I remember watching them do this performance where, I mean, I, I, I was screaming. They, mm-hmm. At one point, they, they're, they're through like. New Orleans at Jada Pinkett's house yes. of like women where they're all like repute. Like, yeah, and I remember there was literally a scene where Joe Mangiello's dick was too big to fit in anybody. Like that was the problem. That was the the issue to solve in the second that movie. Which was that the plot I, that's of two. A story plot that
1: is a now, plot point that a I can plot get behind because we were just talking how much plot there was. Yeah. that's a plot I'm willing to solve. I'm willing to sit through. That's a plot point I can get behind. I'm willing to get out like a a little magnifying glass and try to solve the problem. Yes, that's a plot
0: point I can get. As a writer, that is plot. That is story. If you'll
1: recall, Danielle, the woman that he was having trouble getting his hog into, and I I Mm -hmm. feel terrible (laughs) to have to say this graceful actress's name in the same breath was Miss Andy McDowell.
0: Oh, but wasn't she wide enough at the end? Like he found the, 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 you know, the nail for his bolt or whatever. Like
1: (laughs) (laughs) every, what is it? There's a a pot for every lid or a lid for every every pot. pot. (laughs) And he got his, she got her lid on his pot. I hate to talk about such things. I hate to talk about such things. I know. And I'm sorry. But, but one time back in the day, Danielle. Back in the day. I encountered a gentleman with the thickness of a Venti Starbucks cup. Jesus Christ. uh, a can of Coke, but more. But the opposite with the density. Now, I only I'm encountered screaming. it one brief time. <laughs> one brief time. I can't breathe. One brief time. But that was enough to remember, right? And then, unfortunately, I started seeing someone else. Can I ask? This was many, many, many years ago. Yes. Can I ask details? And SNL writer. Go on. Oh! Yeah, so funny, too. Wow. Now, after that period... This gentleman was still single. And I'm like, if I, even much like my Magic Mike service announcement, if I can get his venti cup to (laughs) a gal that I know I will have done my job. And I set him right on up with a date with a girlfriend. And Danielle, she ended up having to go to the doctor's office. Yes, Danielle. No! No! And ultimately, ultimately, Danielle, it became a bit too big of an issue for them to get past. Casey,
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> I, this has yeah. really now,
1: taken a turn into the I'm alive. so sorry. But now I know what you're all thinking, which is like, oh, was I, and believe me, I'm as gaping and cavernous of a hole as anyone, but... I actually, and you know, I always slept with someone on the first date, like no problem. So That's your your MO. That's who I am. When people are like, I'm saving myself. I'm like, for what? You know, (laughs) we're on this rock once. Why? But in this particular moment, Mm -hmm. we hadn't actually done that due to some circumstances. It was not due to me not trying, literally. (laughs) He had to like pour me into a cab because I was like so drunk. It was so embarrassing, but... So I hadn't experienced, I had just only, my eyes had only seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. (laughs) He has trampled out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. He's the grapes of wrath, that's for sure. (laughs) Absolutely right. And you know, that's a hard thing for a relationship to overcome, you know?
0: Such a big wiener. I mean, a big old hunk and hunk of (laughs) beef. A thickie. I've never encountered something so, one time, one time, I put my hand down a guy's pants, okay. and I did gasp because it was <laughs>
1: <laughs> my baby's staring
0: at me as she goes
1: round and round in the mama room.
0: I'm so Go glad on. that she's hearing this story. These too. are me. I'm, I'm glad you're imprinting this on her. These this is videos. why I had a daughter, Danielle, to empower the next generation. But I didn't get near to that. I we, but I remember being like, oh, like just it was yeah. a, a shock. But I. That was
1: that was And I'm not even that girl that's like I need a bag, but but when you do come across one, you can't help but notice. Yeah, (laughs) you can't help but I like that you
0: passed on, you know, it's like we you know lift women up. Lift women up, others, you know, like put the ladder down. You know what I mean? And I like that you put his big
1: dick of a ladder down. And she (laughs) I do. I use that big dick and crash that glass ceiling. And there she was, Amazing. you know, we, yeah. women supporting women. Yeah, that's really, that's Unlike, nice. unlike what the producers, director and cast and crew of MM3LD did for women, which is nothing, whole lot of nothing, Danielle. Wow, Casey.
0: Well, thank you for sharing the story. You gave so many
1: informative tips today. And again, the last thing I would like to say, Danielle, is as always, Steven Soderbergh is so blessed to be in any of your films if <laughs> there's... Anything you think I'm right for, <laughs> and I do love all of your other films. I just think you somewhat missed the mark a bit on
0: this. Yeah, film. well, because you know we want to see what we want to see. And we know what we're in the theater for. So if we can't That's get right. that, then like, what are we doing here? That's, That's right. all.
1: thank you, Danielle. You know what, Danielle? At this juncture, I'm going to actually Excuse a woman yourself. is supporting me today. <laughs> well, a woman is supporting me today. You know, yes, um, a gorgeous woman named Mitra Jahari, who is so funny. She's been on our podcast before, Danielle. I'm so excited to have her. And she- I've had her top of my list. She must come back. Yeah,
0: she we was. We have a list. Who's so coming back? funny the last time, and we're so grateful to have her back. And she's really a student. We're going to get into all the housewives. I know a lot of people have been yelling at me that we're not covering Miami.
1: We're going to cover it. That's right. That's right. And I'm sorry if my discussions of Venti Big Dick Coke cans took us from that. You know, took any time from that. Uh, no,
0: they took me to it. They, that was a trail to it. That's right, Danielle.
1: Thank you, Casey. And Danielle, the final thing. Yeah. And Mitra will be up right after this break. Why did you tell me to watch that Sarah Lawrence cult documentary? Because <laughs> it's incredible. Danielle, it's the it's dark as night. Dark as night. It's as Keith Morrison would say. It's dark, dark.
0: as a California Cabernet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is, Daniel. It is that. It was so dark, even I had to turn it off. I can't believe you had to turn it off. You have you have
0: been my my foot soldier, I mean my 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 pal, my confidant during the darkest
1: of shows. For you to not come along on this journey. No, I, I don't know. They're sweet faces. After one, I was like, I actually and you know when you have a baby, you're kind of like yeah. in a new space. I'm just like, oh God. No, I, I can't. can't watch this. No. I did. Now, did I read a thousand articles on it? Yeah, but that gave me a little distance on watching their sweet faces. Well,
0: you want to hear something funny? I was just talking to a friend. I am more likely to watch a documentary of something than when they like make a movie of it because oh, that's 100%. too dark for me. Whereas I feel with a documentary, I have like a narrator, like I feel protected from it in some weird way where like the actual like movie of it, like when they're showing the emotions, oh, people
1: acting, like I can't watch that. I feel different. I feel like I actually think it's, so much darker, the documentary, and that's why I want to watch it.
0: Because, like, remember that one, like, Mommy, Dead and Dearest?
1: Oh, that one. That was
0: such a dark documentary, but I couldn't then watch, like, the show they made of it. with like Patricia Arquette. I can't remember the name of it. Right. Because, like, that was too
1: dark for me. I don't know. I'm crazy. Look, these, we have to keep watching them, obviously. Yeah, obviously, Um, obviously. That's a fact, but... You know, on that one, I had to lay down my sword. Okay. Well, I'm on this journey alone and I understand. I'll I'll pick it back up. (laughs) Press forward. All right, Danielle. (laughs) Thank you, Casey. You and Mitra, take take the sword. Please have an incredible episode. And thanks for listening to my thoughts on Magic Mike 3 Last Dance. Love you, Case. Love you guys. Bye.
0: All right, everybody. We're back. As we said, we're so excited to have this amazing guest. She has a hilarious show, uh, Three Busy Debras. You can catch it on HBO Mox. <laughs> She's a maxinista um, and so many funny things. Please welcome Mitra Jahari. Hello. You know, you were such a huge guest. We got so much great feedback
3: I'm so glad. And we
0: only listen to feedback. We are a <laughs> feedback-oriented podcast. Do and listen so, to the
2: comments, everyone. I do. It's do amazing do you. for your mental health. I can't yes, recommend it oh enough. oh my God. <laughs> it's, it's so good. The shit
0: people say to me, I'm shocked. That it comes out. I'm like, I would never say this to another human being. So
2: strange. But people feel entitled. God bless you. You know, I'm so happy that people feel empowered. In, <sighs> in our culture, in this economy... To feel empowered? Let's lift up empowered people.
0: Let's lift them up. (laughs) Let's lift them up. Now, there is so much to discuss today. Um, So... It almost like we have to like just get into it because like there is like four like last week we had like nothing because the fucking Super Bowl which is like come on Bravo like get it together you need to counter program I
2: know I there's not that much crossover like I just really think they could have <laughs> given us something I was like we'll all watch Rihanna just don't have it during like Rihanna's part but like
0: otherwise like we're not watching the Super Bowl fuck this right anyway I know that you took a sojourn recently Yes. And I would love to know <laughs> before we
2: get into the to the shows, where did you tell us where you where, where life took you? Life grabbed me by the horns and <laughs> took me, God dropped me directly into Schwartz and Sandy's. Um <laughs> on February 9th, the day wow. after the premiere, we made the reservation. I went with my friends Lauren and Maggie, and we made the reservation so far in advance because we were like, it's gonna be so packed because it's the day after the premiere. Yeah, of course. Like everyone's going to
0: know and be
2: talking about. Right. And when I tell you (laughs) there was so much space in this restaurant. I know. I actually, I do, I'm rooting for this restaurant to succeed. Like watching this season has given me so much anxiety about the amount of money they're spending and sort of seeing in real time the aftermath of what it has done to a marriage, I'm like, we have to come out <laughs> and eat <laughs> lobster corn dogs.
0: <laughs> what? Ew.
2: <laughs> and here's the thing ew. But <laughs> I, okay. we got two orders for the table because <laughs> there's two in each order. And That's I it? ate two. They're, I mean, they're full size corn lobster corn dogs. And I was like, ew, this is so nasty. LOL, I'll take a bite. And then I was like, actually. (laughs) Good. Now, were Schwartz and Sandy there? They showed up at the end. um, Because we were the whole time, we're like, what the hell? This is the day after the premiere. Yeah, they should be there. They should be there. And then they show up and they're doing exactly what you think they're going to be doing. Schwartz is walking around sort of schmoozing with people and uh, Sandy's behind the bar. And I was like, exactly. (laughs)
0: Exactly. That's right. Now, I am worried about the fact that Sandy has made a detour into a, a a music career. And that I find very upsetting while we are opening up a new restaurant. Like that yes. feels...
2: And the money being... The money. To pay for a this. horn section is... To pay for everything. I mean, it's funny. Like, I don't really... I haven't been enjoying... James Kennedy at all this season, but him yeah. talking... Because he does know music and him talking being like the bongo drums. Like this part of it was so expensive. This part was so expensive. I found that very funny. And yeah. I was like, you know what? The alternative is him underpaying all of these people and having them all work for free. So I went, yeah. okay, union strong, job creator. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It's tough for me to...
0: Reconcile both uh, to hold both truths, and I know that we are <laughs> capable of doing that. Like, yes. but like, I have so much anxiety with the restaurant. I've taken it on, which I should not. But like, the expenses of these people, plus he has that house that that is an expensive house in Studio City that him and Ariana have. Like, that's like a $2 million house in these times. Like, the mortgage alone gives me anxiety. like Yes, I
2: I just found myself... Exactly. I was like, I'm being such a fucking girl right now. I'm so worried about them. And I feel like I have to do something about it. So I put my American (laughs) money
3: (laughs) in shorts and sandies. (laughs) Thank you.
2: I had an absolutely, like acid cocktail that I was... Everything I'll say was exactly as I wanted it to be. Like, nothing made sense. The decor was as disjointed as a sir. And mm-hmm. I was getting litty off of one cocktail. And I also that have lasts. haven't really been drinking at all. And then Mm -hmm. to come back into the mix with a blue drink that was like scorching my esophagus, I felt so sick. But also I I had chicken and waffles, lobster, corn dogs, and shoestring (laughs) fries, and blue drinks. So I was so like... Just in the middle of the night, waking up, <gasps> gasping for water.
0: Oh God, this is as it should be. This feels like a true, gorgeous experience. I'm so glad that you lived it. Yeah. I would like to do it too. So I, I have to take I a, can't recommend enough. Wow. Five stars.
2: Well, <laughs> five stars. And, Oh, and my friend very bravely uh, flagged down... Schwartz and Sandy and ask for a photo. Because I was like, I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. I immediately started sweating. Like, I get very starstruck no, I can't around the meet Bravo my Liberties. Yeah, I can't, I can't. I just can't. And actually, they were amazing. And I, and I saw them doing it when people came in on the last episode. And they were, like, trying to get them... They, they, the, the restaurant wasn't open yet. Like, they were all so good at being like, but do you want a photo? Do you want a tour? Blah, blah, blah. Like, Schwartz was immediately, like, so open with us in a way where I was like, don't talk to me about this. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I should know this. Yeah, I don't, I'm not part of this, actually. <laughs> too close, too close. And Sandy, like, comes from behind the bar. He's like, shorts, short scenes over. He's like, they want a photo. He's like, great. Let's go over there. Great backdrop. Took the photo back behind the bar within, like, a minute and wow. a half. But not me. Just, like, knew what he was doing. Yeah. Amazing.
0: <laughs> Unlike me, where, like, again, not that people are, like, banging down my door to get my photo, but when when and if, I'm always like, um, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you want me to take a picture of you? I'll hold the camera and take a picture of you and your friend. <laughs> like, no, that's not what it. Like, I am a mess. Wow. That is an experience. You got a true experience, and that feels nice. Um, not to make a huge, weird, like, transition, but I do want to talk about Potomac. <sighs> First episode of the reunion. How are you feeling? Where are you at with all of our ladies and the ups and downs of this season and the <laughs> uh, the, I mean, just me as businesses alone and how they're run. I,
2: where are you? I'm so speaking of being so worried. I'm like, <laughs> this is a woman who in a million years should never have gone on this show. I mm. I just think like has there ever been like a swifter demise of someone's entire life, basically? Like, I got really sad because especially when Andy was like, do you have any regrets about the season? And she was like, no. And I was just thinking about Jacqueline. Like, I just, that that is like one thing mm. I've watched on the show that I've, has just felt so, so upsetting to me and to yeah. hear her sort of not. I mean, and I know like she will be making an appearance later, who knows, like, but that made me incredibly sad. Um,
0: Yeah, the dissolution of that friendship, which seems like was built in childhood when Mia was going through a very traumatic childhood and this family was here for her. Not that you owe, you know, like it's not like you owe that family for the rest of your life. It's not like that, but it does feel like they've gone through some shit together. And I do feel like I don't know if the reality show just tore asunder something that was already bubbling under the surface and it would have come to a head anyway, but it does feel like it escalated it in such a way that is very upsetting.
2: Yeah, I found myself like really sad for a lot of this reunion, which is the goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we're the reason for the
0: season. Um, but now can you, I'm not a businesswoman. I don't know if you know this. I'm not
2: I am, of course, famously, okay. <laughs> as we know, famously, you're a businesswoman.
0: You ran <laughs> some businesses, um, yeah. mainly the business of being a woman, <laughs> and and I don't understand the business structure of me as business, like of the <laughs> the board, and they can kick people out. And there was three people on the board, but they still own the businesses, but they don't own them. like. And then there's eight s- people on the board. Also,
2: yeah, I don't. I don't. No, and I don't like it. I was really laughing. Like this is it's just so funny. Like, and this happens over and over and over again. Like the hubris of so many of these women, where like they think that they're smarter than everyone else, but like just and and able to fool. Like you get, you know, your Teresa's, your Jen's, whatever. But like, if you're you can't lie in front of this specific group of women, especially. No. Like they are so quick, and they're like. A hyper focused trying to like, I feel like on Beverly Hills, you really can lie. Like, yeah. Oh, n- yeah, everyone's lying, so you really can lie. And not that people on Potomac aren't lying, but it's in a different way. And like, <laughs> and they'll call you out. No one is afraid. Like, we always used to say that, like, Jen, the Jen
0: Shaw of it all couldn't have happened on Potomac. Like, oh. no one would have stood for that on Potomac. Like, you cannot get anything past the women of Potomac. You misspeak once. And they, like, th- th- you need to clear it up fast because yeah. they're not going to believe you. At You know, they're just, they just call it as it is as opposed to, like, they're not going to mess around with, like, what you say versus what the reality is. Like, and so for Mia to live in that reality is crazy.
2: And for her, just everyone on that stage being like, so seven or eight, eight. It's eight. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I would love to see them conduct a trial. <laughs> like, I, I would, <laughs> imagine if any of these women, I mean, I would love it. Imagine, like, like Candace giving a big speech at the end of the trial.
0: <laughs> I want a with drama. <laughs> I love Candace so much. And I know she can be so mean. Yeah. But we really my... got a taste of that at the
2: end I, with yes. the, like, what? Just like something uterus? She
0: said, and I quote, your dwindling uterus was waiting for you to put it on TV. Wow.
2: <sighs> wow. To personify the uterus is such an interesting lyrical choice. I was shocked. I was
0: like so I would never want to mess with her, but it was giving me a laugh. And then when she wore that big blue outfit and she said it was a cookie monster homage, yeah. like that
2: killed me. I mean, killed some me. of the they really reinvent the form every single time, and I mean that in a bad way, only ah. are the <laughs> ugliest dresses. And and let me say, I've no I've said it on the podcast before. I'm just now remembering no sense of style. Really can't do it. But I am in, I just don't even know where you would find some of these gowns.
0: (laughs) I mean, the only reason that I am like, ooh, they look good is because we just came off of Salt Lake City where everybody is a fucking train wreck at the reunion. Yes. So for me, it's like when we're coming from down so low, I'm like, wow. (laughs) Like when the bar is so low, I'm like, God, they couldn't look better. Like this is high fashion. Yes. Because the, the bar was so low for me. And yet, I mean, Karen,
2: I love Karen. She looks atrocious at this reunion. I me. felt that everyone's... I mean, what I appreciate, I agree with you. Like, at least people are taking swings on Potomac. Yes. Um, but... Because because Salt Lake City, you're going for more of, like, a homecoming, kind of a prom. I don't need... Like, ice skating. <laughs> like, it's so
3: <laughs> bizarre.
2: Which... I also appreciate I kind of identify with that like as a, as a dresser like I think that's where I, I would just, land I attributed to they're so
0: cold and bundled up the rest of the year <laughs> that they just don't know like how to like not be in a jacket that's yes. what I've
2: like attributed the Salt Lake City mess
0: generous
3: to.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I will say I I actually think I like Wendy's dress I do like Wendy's dress Wendy looks good I I spent the whole reunion being like do I like this? And by the end I was like, you can just like it. You can
0: like it. <laughs> you can
2: like yeah, it's like we're not allowing ourselves
0: joy. Yes, we don't exactly. Allowing ourselves
2: joy. Because it is like you can just as easily say that it's a bad dress, but to me, it was a great I just thought she looked so beautiful. I mean, I think like Potomac is just a gorgeous city,
0: all they're in gorgeous. all. And they're be- they're beautiful, they're funny, they're smart, like like, they are an ideal. Like, they, to me, are top dogs right now, except for Miami, and we will get into oh them. <laughs> but, but but Potomac gives me what I want. Because, like, Jersey, I can't look at anything. Everyone looks like trash all the time on Jersey. Sorry, and we'll get to that in a second, too. But, like, Potomac, again, we're, we're getting some looks. We're not getting, you know, what we get in, you know, Beverly Hills or in Atlanta like those are kind of like the top look cities for me as far as fashion but yeah but we're getting we're getting something we're getting choices yeah you know who isn't getting anything or choices is one Ashley Darby and that is upsetting
2: that really shocked me because I was among the camp of like she waited until she could cash out that's what I thought that's what I thought too to find out that it like basically was for love
0: (laughs) It is. So upsetting. Ah! So upsetting. No!
2: <laughs> I,
0: I mean, I don't know what to do with that. Like, my brain can't handle that.
2: I'm, I really felt like I was short-circuiting. I did, and again, like, I love when the women so I kind of get into the weeds about, like, divorce law. Like, anything yeah. like that, I was, like, so impressed. But then asking these thoughtful questions that she clearly had not engaged with at all. Like, it's so alarming. I mean, I feel like I, as someone who is, uh, has not been married, I'm learning so much. Like mm-hmm. I, about you're gonna go in with your eyes open. That's for sure. I, that is. I'm. I really. I was like, think you. Thank God for these women because I'm going to destroy whoever I marry <laughs> in the legal sense. <laughs> I mean,
0: and for her to not have anything, she but she seems to have a good sense of humor about it. She's like, yeah, I didn't really get anything and I'm not getting anything and I'm not getting spousal support and I'm not getting Alamo.
2: And I'm just like, and she's having a laugh about it. I'm just like, I didn't buy it that she was like actually feeling casual about it. I, I was
0: acting so casual. I would be in tears.
2: Tears. Tears. That oh and the reveal about Luke uh, uh, sort of in the commercial break was oh, very yeah. interesting. I I I mean I think she's smart enough to know that that was going to be recorded and yeah. I I liked it. I did,
0: too. I, I love those off-camera moments. I was like, well, what about Giselle asking Andy if he had ever been with a woman and him saying no? Like, that was cracking me up and her saying, like, if you make it to, like, 60, and I'll do it. Like, was, that was giving me a laugh, I have to say. It felt very real. <laughs> yes, I. Lo- I was like, I'm getting a real peek behind the scenes. Like, I was... I felt like I was there. I was really enjoying my time on that couch. Like I was having... That stuff was like light and fun and giving me just
2: a... I don't know. It's just kind of a breath of fresh in a dark... In a dark hole of Mia's life. Yeah, that's what they're um, so good at on that franchise. More than any other franchise, I think, is just like undercutting a a dark moment with something yeah. so funny. Because they're so funny. Because they're so funny. And other places do it, I think, like, less intentionally because, like, someone will say something that is so detached from reality that it is funny. But... Well, like,
0: a Countess and a Ramona are never funny, but they'll say something so funny that's just... Because, like you said, they're detached from reality. So it's like, we're laughing at them. Wait,
2: did you see that Countess got barfed on? Yes, <laughs> have you talked I was talking about, about it. it but, yeah, just at the beginning
0: of the podcast. <laughs> like, it was, she was so graceful. I have to say, it's the most graceful. She's like, well,
2: it's not a party unless we're all getting thrown up on her. So I was like, go, Countess. Yes, she said like someone who has thrown up on another person before. Oh, like,
0: no, she has thrown up on every, she. if she didn't throw up on that, you know, pirate's dick, then I, you, uh, <laughs> please, she, you know she did. You know that Johnny Depp pirate got his dick thrown up on for Sure. Um, (laughs) One last thing about Potomac, because we do have so much to cover today. But, um, you know, we're getting into the Robin of it all. Do you have thoughts on her holding that back for the season? She's saying we all hold back stuff, but then it's like behind her paywall. Like, do you have thoughts about that?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I don't feel like the women are entitled to share anything about themselves, right? But like... Mm -hmm if you're going to share it like it's so weird i'm 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 so excited for her to be like taken to task for doing mm-hmm. like the opposite because i think there's also just so much from her about like accountability from others like she and giselle are always holding people to the fire and, like calling them out for things and i i think like she demands a certain amount of like quote honesty from her mm-hmm. co-stars and i just i I, under, I i i think like it is part of the job description to reveal that kind of stuff on the show if you're going to reveal it at all.
0: Yeah, and I, my thing is like, okay, you can hide it. You're like, it's too personal, whatever. But then, to the because, because, but you are making money off of your life, like uh, of exposing your life. So then it's bad business for you to then expose it behind the paywall because then Bravo is going to say like, well, if you're not going to do it for us and we're paying you good fucking money and then you're trying to make money off of it over here when we're paying you for your life,
2: yeah, then we're not going to pay you for your life anymore. Yeah, like, I think she's allowed to do that, but mm-hmm. the... Company is allowed to have a response. Like I just like it feels like so sickening to be like the corporation has rights. I know know. the we need corporate rights. We need corporate rights. There's not
0: enough corporate rights. Corporations are business people. We've talked about that in the laws. I am pro business woman in STEM. You you have put in your money
2: to Schwartz and Sandy's. You are pro big business. We
0: know this about you.
2: Yeah, I think like that's I, I think it was a bad business decision, truly. And I think like, and that's like I thought like it was reflected in the seating arrangement. Like it was very interesting to me that she was far away, and like Mm -hmm. I just think I mean, it's just so wild to me because like you think probably she wants to come back for the next season. So like no matter what, this is getting talked about on camera. So. And like it just it, it it was a really I think a very bad choice. I think the
0: Patreon was the bad choice. Like you can hide that you can try and hide it'll all come out. We yeah. it, what we know about the Housewives is like you cannot hide it. Yeah, it will come out right. Yeah. So you can try and hide it. God bless. But if somebody else has receipts, it's gonna come out. Yeah, if this woman had receipts. It came out. The best thing you could do if you want to stay on the show is do a sit down with Andy, which she did, but not until after the Patreon. The Patreon yeah. was the rub.
2: Is yes, what I will say. exactly. Because like not everything is going to f- come out neatly on the release schedule. Like yes. it's, it's, no one can control what other people do, obviously, but... Obviously. Like as a housewife who has had kind of no storyline for seven hundred years, mm-hmm. like and and we've loved that about her. Honestly, I'm pro. I love it.
0: I love that she is
2: hanging out. Like, yeah, she
0: is chill. In she is. We've always said she is the sleepiest housewife there has ever been, and we love her for it. Yes. But then to be hiding, but then to be hiding your light under a bushel. Like, what are we doing here? Yes.
2: Because I also thought she had a really fun season. Like, she yeah. was like activated. She was getting in real, like, arguments with other women. She brought that speaker out. That was yes, fun. The Remember speaker. that? I forgot. I loved this. That was so, like, vintage. I, yes. I just loved it. I thought it was so funny. I was like, here we go. Robin has arrived. Like, <laughs> yes. and yeah. She yeah. yeah, she could not stick the landing, but no, she did not. She bobbled. She really bobbled. Um, should we talk
0: Jersey? Yes. Yes. Okay. We're starting Jersey. We're in. We're three episodes in. <sighs> you know, I love new I like this new blood. I'm into this Danielle <laughs> character. This yes. Danielle girl. <laughs> um I am. I can't. Oh, I'm into Dolores's new bag of beef. As I'm like,
2: <laughs> she it. really has a type. I love that for her. Just <laughs> loves a beefy, beefy gentle man. <laughs> to see them standing around like a kitchen island, <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> just and to see Frank, I couldn't make heads or tail of Frank Senior's body. Like it was when he took off his shirt and put on that those ears, like. Not even to body all different types, sorts, but like he's so stacked, built, you know what I mean? Like just like got yes. so many muscles, but like I can't make sense of his torso. Like I don't, I can't make heads or tails.
2: Yeah. I I think my problem I'm having this season kind of relates to that, which is I'm just like so sick of the men. Enough. Yes. I me too. hate a house husband scene. I can't. Stand Me it.
0: too. I can't stand it. And they're so sunburned. Every Ugh. time I see Louis, he is <laughs> more and more. I, I didn't think he could get more sunburned. And then he walked into the bar this season and I was like, oh my
2: God. And the way he walked it, I was like, so like w- walked in like a, a ship, like just <laughs> back, like on the sea. Like it, I just, I felt so, it was fight or flight. And, but I also loved Joe, and it like I know so much of it is editing, but him being like, I'm gonna tell him how much I fucking hate him. I'm gonna kill this guy, being like, hey, like giving him a hug. <laughs> <up. laughs> <laughs> Which I I actually the most relatable thing that I feel that he has ever oh, done is yeah, me being like that's a housewife when that she gets in here. I'm gonna confront her. Like I feel like I've <laughs> done that before, being like, I'm, you know, I'm gonna have a conversation with her. I'm gonna have a conversation with her, being like, you look so cute. <laughs> like, hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, for one, am sick of Melissa and Joe and Teresa. I don't care about their storyline. I do think I have, as I said last episode, I have turned on Melissa and Joe. Sadly, I am team Teresa now. People don't understand it. Look, I'm not saying Teresa is an angel. I'm just saying like, let her have this love. Let her have this sweaty, hulking, (laughs) sunburnt man. I know he might not be the best. We've heard rumors of his shit too. But I'm like, she's happy. Yes. He makes her happy. He makes the girls happy. Let them be happy. Just, yeah. And like the way that Gabriella, now she's the child that never speaks, never says a word, not a <laughs> not a peep, <laughs> has been her from Miss Gabriella. When she comes on this episode and tears Melissa and Joe and in, basically just saying they were only around when the cameras were around.
2: That broke that, my heart. Yes. And I, I believe it. Like, I think all of this family loves their screen time, really wants to be on camera. I think like also at the end of the day, they're all on the same reality show. Like no one's an angel. No one's like, doing Real Housewives of New Jersey for charity. Like, they're all doing it because they like being on TV and they like the money and they like the attention. So it's not like this amazing thing that, like, they appeared on the show to keep Teresa fed or whatever. Like, I was yeah, like, yeah. shut up. Like, you yeah. could have also just, like, given them money. Like, yes. and, and, like, maybe they did. But, like, it's not brave. Like, it's you were on TV.
0: <laughs> I'm just, like, I feel... For Teresa's girls, I feel, and then, I i don't know if you saw, I'm sure you did, that Joe and Joe met somewhere in the Bahamas and the camera captured it. Did you see the footage? No! So Ugh. Joe Judici and Joe Gorga somehow, like, because I think Giudici now lives in the Bahamas. Okay. I believe. Or, or sometimes in Italy, sometimes in the Bahamas. And then Joe Gorga... It was in the Bahamas and they ended up at the same bar somehow. And then it's on camera and they're like, I can't believe I walk into a bar and there's my, you know, my brother-in-law, whatever. So then, and then they filmed it and, Beautiful they, you know, they got it on camera. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Sorry to p- my interject, work. but that was... Think, I was hoping someone would say something.
2: <laughs> accent work. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And... Then Gia commented on his post, it's like, you talk such shit about my father. You never say anything nice. You've been trashing him for five years. And then the one time you get to see him after five years and and it's on camera, that's all you care about. She Mm. trashed him, which she has a right to do. And then he wrote back that like, you know, like, let us just have our moment. Like, I don't know. They play out their whole relationship on... Online, it's not
2: good. It's not healthy.
3: It's I'm so sad. So
2: sad. Again, like whenever it's like a real family, a real like real friendship, I just get so sad. But this this group, I, I think they also like. <laughs> enjoy it on some level. It's their storyline. They don't have, like, Melissa
0: and Joe don't have a storyline if they don't have this. I think they think that. And they are sort of boring, especially Melissa. Like, she doesn't have anything, but I'm just bored of this storyline. I don't care anymore. Like, I'm just, I don't like how their family is like, like the, the boy had on the, this shirt that says, like, virginity rules or virginity rocks or whatever. And then he's like, yeah, your sister should be wearing it. It's like, I don't like how there's different rules for girls and boys. Like, that, you know, again, that's old school or whatever, but so icky. Yeah.
2: And... Um, I did love being like, does vinegar expire? <laughs> I, like, I feel like that's like, again, like me in my kitchen, like just being like, you know, I've never thought about this before, but what if I'm yeah. going to die? <laughs> like,
3: oh, I <I'm> like,
2: <laughs> always, that to me, it was
0: like, yeah, does vinegar expire? Like these are the lessons. These I've never thought about like, this before. <laughs> important lessons we're learning from Jersey. I'm liking Danielle. And that scene where they did the art show for her daughter and the dad starts crying. I oh mean,
2: my that God. I love. I can watch that shit all day. I also was crying at this little girl having to remember Kandinsky. Oh, and being like, I was like, I'm doing a terrible job educating my child. <laughs> I was like, my child has no is- idea. I like couldn't do that now. Like I was so blown away. I was, I was like, my child knows none of this. None I was of this. I'm so hard. Yeah, you're making a huge
1: I was like, mistake. Oh,
0: <laughs> fuck. It's like, my daughter's nine. She doesn't know who fucking Kandinsky is. I'm fucked.
2: I'm so scared for her. So scared for her to get in the world. Intervention. I'm knocking on the door in the middle of the night. Who do you think painted this? (laughs) She's going to be like, Mom, I'm so
0: tired. (laughs) I was like, stop learning about decimals. This is what you need to learn. Wake Uh, up. But it was, you know, look, I am very happy that they are you know, in my life. We'll see what happens this season. I love Dolores. I do think Jackie needed to step back for the season for her health. I think it's hard to be than a friend of, you know, but Luann made it back. People can make it back from friend of territory,
2: but it's a hard journey. I think it's Um, smart that she is initiating conflict with one of the new people. I feel like that's a really smart way to get back into full-time status. Yes, I also... I thought that, just a small thing, I loved the uh, lower thirds this episode. They were really making me laugh, and it felt so... The first thing on the screen was Danielle's mozzarella party. (laughs) 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 And I was like, this is... It's obviously nowhere near the level of, like, um, Nini's girls and gays, seafood, whatever, like, never forget party. Like, that's... But I was like... This is like, this is what I want from the housewives. I want a mozzarella party. I want a, a mozzarella girls and gays. Or like Karen's like spring
0: fling, new awakening, yes. a, a taco, no taco <laughs> party. Like it was like, these are the things. Taco that Tuesday, were like, girls gone yes, wild, live your I best love life. It. Slay. Loved it. Loved th- those are fantastic. Um, You know who it's? Also fantastic about New Jersey is Jennifer Aiden's daughter the oh. one who was in like let me sleep t-shirt like the, yes. the, she Olivia I think her name is she gave me such joy and her her I just want to call her let me sleep I love that little girl I love her looks I love her takes I lo- I'm like obsessed
2: with her <laughs> she's so funny her being like minimum wage is 13 dollars and then her little her little girl being like so we want 14 <laughs> I was like Legend. Child. Negotiation. Legend. <laughs> yes. Love her. Love oh, her. I was crying also at Jennifer Aiden being like, um, I'm the most
0: self-reflective person.
2: Oh, Jennifer. She's the best housewife. She is
0: such a good housewife <laughs> because she has no self— Like, that makes a great housewife is no
2: reflection. No <laughs> self-reflection. No self-reflection. No apologies. Nothing. <gasps> And and Bill trying to like survive that scene and like not betray like his true feelings, which is like, you're not the most self-reflective person. Bill, because he's already in the doghouse from the affair. He's like, I have to just agree. I have to agree. But oh my God, <laughs> he Bill. he said two things that I was like, I want these on t-shirts, trying to navigate the conversation without like stepping on any of the landmines. He says, mm-hmm. We all have personalities that are different. <laughs> Bill. So cool. <laughs> A lot of people are guilty at certain moments. <laughs> Saying
0: nothing, yeah. but trying to say everything.
2: You know what it reminded me of is um Lennon Parham's character from Veep. who's yes. like <laughs> Yes, who's just like, these these things are true and not true. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was like, we're all guilty at certain moments. Like, no, no, are is she guilty? I mean, who's not guilty at some point yeah, in their lives? <laughs> she is guilty and then not guilty. <laughs> it's like, shut up. I disagree. And then, <laughs> like, do you think this is going to, you think you're going to like rock her world and change her mind? <laughs> oh, no this oh, woman, Aiden. who thinks she's the most self reflected person?
0: <laughs> she's a mess. And thank God for her because she really gives me a lot of joy.
2: She makes so, so much joy. laugh. I love her.
0: And her daughter. Another one coming. Love it. Um, Let's take a quick break and we'll come back with
2: Miami. (laughs) All
0: right. We're back with Miami. Now, Miami is perfect. (laughs) Miami is perfect.
2: I laugh so much at every episode of Miami. I'm so grateful for them. So grateful. First of all, I have to talk about Adriana.
0: First and foremost. (laughs) Because she is a hot fucking mess. Yes. So she hurts her foot in a small capacity. Let's be honest. <laughs> then needs a wheelchair. Full a full wheelchair. Being carried. Everywhere. Carried everywhere. And with a wheelchair. Even on the boat. Just placed on a boat. They're like, how are we going to get the wheelchair on the boat? Then p- puts on her music. and thinks that it healed the day, the day of, I mean,
2: my God. I, the level of, because she's like always sort of got like a kooky level of delusion that I usually enjoy. And this was like, we lost, we lost the plot a bit on day <laughs> with Adriana this week. But oh, yeah. Be, I mean, her moment at the end, obviously was so dark.
0: And oh, that was the, I mean, you can't, you can't come back from that moment. Like I before it was all like crazy and weird, but there's no way back from basically what she said to Alexia, which is like, there are accidents that happen. These are accidents, like accidents happen. Look at what happened to your son who was in a tragic, like terrible car accident, had a major brain injury that he's never going to fully recover from and has changed the course of everybody's life. And he's such a wonderful darling Um Guy, but like has has affected everyone so deeply. Yes, and to compare those two,
2: like it was, it was so. Because I up until that exact moment, I was kind of having the time of my life with the foot injury, and so were all yes. the other women. Like everyone, yes. everyone kind of united to be like, she's doing so crazy. Except for Julie, like there were so many shots Julius. of Julia sitting alone with her, and oh, like no. like them sitting alone on the boat, then sitting alone under the umbrellas, like. And her saying, like, does anyone care that my foot could have been shattered into a million pieces? <laughs> I was like, could have been.
0: It wasn't. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. <laughs> does anyone care
2: that the beach we're on could blow up?
0: <laughs> I mean, anything can happen, but it didn't. So move the fuck. I mean, it was all fun and games until she brought that up and then they ended that episode. But I do think Adriana does a disservice to Julia because Julia could be fun. I don't love all of her animals. I'm just going to be honest.
2: <laughs> I don't love that for her. I just love like every episode is her being like, I'm going to be seven hours late because I have to drive my dog to Texas <laughs> and back. But I'll be there. have
0: yeah, to <laughs> give my goat a pelvic exam.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> with my bare hands. No doctor will do it. So yes, I did I'm just like, no, I can't be here for this. I cannot. I, I love it. I I really, because I, I also love, I mean, I love her and Martina so much. Yep. Well, that's a great relationship. I do believe that that's a good relationship and a
0: healthy relationship. But, I do think Adriana is bad for Julia. I think because she separates her from the rest of the group when she could, Julia could have friendships with the rest of the group. How do you feel about Nicole? I love Dr. Nicole. What do you think?
2: I I thought Nicole was pretty boring season one. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, so hot, like, amazing, be a doctor. Oh, well, that's what like, I love <laughs> about her. She's a doctor. She's gorgeous. She
0: has real money. Like, that's all you need. Honestly, yes. for me, sometimes it's just something pretty to look at. I'm gonna yes. just be full, full disclosure.
2: Yes. but that was kind of a, I was fine with it for season one, but, like, I was like, I kind of need her to participate a little bit mm-hmm. more, and and I feel like she really has this season. She's been really fun. She's looked great. She's so fun. Like, I'm just like, I'm down. I'm enjoying it. I love the fake apology with her and Larsa. That <laughs> so, was wild. Larsa wild. being like, I'm so sorry for what I said and being like, sm- smash cut to her in testimony being like, I'm not sorry for what I said. what <laughs> <laughs> exactly I like, but I just I wanted love. to move on.
0: Larsa, who also has never admitted to any plastic surgery, which is crazy. Uh,
2: I was obsessed with how... Every single one of the women like couldn't stop talking about how good Larsa looks. Like, you know, like like uh uh Alexia being like, <laughs> well, you know, like they're sitting under the the umbrella and we've got Larsa looking so good in the pool. <laughs> I was like, this was the space that she takes up these women's minds. <laughs> Crazy.
0: I also love Gertie. I love her and her relationship with her fireman husband. I think she's fun. <laughs> I love Kiki. Okay, Kiki is the perfect friend of. uh, Here is why Kiki is the perfect friend of. Because she is not sweaty and desperate like the Angies of SLC. All she does, she knows kind of her job, which is she's funny, She's gorgeous. She adds to the drama, and but she's not trying to be a... I never get the feeling that she's trying to be a housewife.
2: Yes, and she does iconic things that she does. Like her just like kind of pulling a burger out of her bag on the music video yes. shoot. Yes. Was like. Great. It didn't feel to me like she was being like, and you know what? You know what I'm going to do? Pull a burger out of my mouth. No, it's just who she is. She's just being herself. That's why it's just like,
0: you're great as you are. You know what I mean? So, like, keep her forever. Yes. Like, she, I I love her.
2: I love her. She makes me laugh so much. And yeah, always looks incredible. Like, every time she walks out, I'm like, I can't.
0: You're on this show. I know. <laughs> Stunning, funny, iconic, like, and she knows exactly her job. Or not even that she knows her job, she's just being herself, and it's perfect for the job she has, yes. as opposed to all the SLC friends of who are so desperate for that spot. It's like, yes. no, 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 ladies. That's not how it works. You're making me crazy. Yes. So I love Be her. yourself.
2: <laughs> be yourself. Your awful self. Just be your awful self. Just be horrible. And we're going to love you. <laughs> I thought Gertie my- had a really good episode also. I was really happy to have them showcase. Like, it was a lot of like fun little side comments yes. where I was like, She's not being, like, I I felt like she was more goofy last season. And I think she's also maybe just, like, stressed because of uh, having, like, 800 weddings to plan every minute, it seems like. (laughs) And she's,
0: like, covered by Vogue and stuff. Like, she's, like, no joke. She's, like, a for-real fucking wedding planner as opposed to some of these housewives who are like, I'm starting a planning business. You're like,
3: what? Oh, okay. And recording an
0: album and opening up a store. (gasps) Oh, that reminds me. My sister who lives in Florida was down in Miami this weekend, and she saw that Melissa's store Envy had closed in Miami.
2: Aw, end of an era. (laughs) End of of a business. Or
0: just Miami. Just because we saw that whole like buying thing where I was like, you're not buying from Miami. That I
2: know. Because my sister like took a picture.
0: She was like, look, envy clothes. (laughs)
2: Good stuff. I hope Miami recovers from that huge hit.
0: (laughs) Huge hit. There's hurricanes and then there's the end of envy. I don't know how. Women on the street naked, no clothes.
2: (laughs) No taggy clothes. (laughs) There were so many. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about Miami? Please. Okay. A couple things that I wrote down: the healer picking up Adriana. That was <laughs> not in her job description, and I'm very upset about. It. And the way I was like, like it was nothing. I was like, this is amazing, this poor woman. This um, poor, poor. That healer is like, this is not what I was here to do. I mean, doing a full therapy session. I, I mean, it's like her just being so sick of Adriana at the end of the night, being like, if this gets her off faster, I will physically carry her off this beach and dump her in bed. <laughs> that was incredible. And there are a couple amazing sort of like women not playing along moments that I loved so much. Was, like um, what? Alexia going, what, do you, what even is a barracuda? What's a barracuda? And Gertie being like, it's a fish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, with that barracuda face, she said. Oh, You're sitting there with that barracuda
2: face. It was oh, A really good insult. And yeah. then there was um, Kiki going. That's a uh, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a moment. You know, when two lesbians are having sex. <laughs> and it was a 69 moment. It was a 69 moment. You know, when two lesbians are having sex about um her and Gertie falling down, and what? Larsa just goes. Okay. <laughs> it's just like we actually don't have time to dissect this at all. Okay. Oh my God. okay. Okay. I was like that made me think like, wow, they really are close in real life. Cause I, I just like so like that moment of just being like, you know what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I love those little moments where you catch just like true, true moments. Like we're not performing, like just okay. <laughs> and I also loved, um, like I genuinely loved everyone loving Adriana's song and Alexia being like, just because I think Adriana is an asshole doesn't mean I can't recognize when a hit is a hit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, the fact that they all think that that's that she thinks that song brought them together, and we still haven't heard the song, right? Like we're we haven't like. It has been released. I felt like, you know, that's what I need always from a housewife. Like, the minute the episode airs, you need to release it. Like, with the candles, with with the light, anything. Yes. Like, have it ready to go. Yes. Because we got to get at
2: it. You have to. It's like, it, again, it's like, who's running these businesses for these women? <laughs> like, <laughs> again, we are business women. We know of which we speak. <laughs>
0: We need to consult for these women. But Miami is a gem, guys. It's on Peacock. I know it's hard to get from one platform to the next, but if you can, <laughs> oh. I have purchased Peacock just for Ultimate Girls Trip and for Miami. Those are what I... I I,
2: I never turned to Peacock otherwise. Me too. The, so. the last two episodes of Miami had me laughing out loud more <sighs> than... All of New Jersey, all of Beverly Hills, most recent season, like combined, easy. Joel Kim Booster DM'd me the other
0: day and he's like, Danielle, why aren't you talking about <laughs> Miami? It's the best. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, Joel. It's just like some of the guests don't know it. So I'm like trying to like, I, it's hard. <laughs>
2: <I'm lying>. It's <laughs> so funny. The women are so weird. Like, I, and I love them. I love them. They're so funny. And <laughs> and and wealth like you would not believe like I need it like, I need real through. wealth the money I porn, need real wealth yes I I it's it's everything I it's I am laughing watching Miami and there I are love it there's so much good drama every episode love Miami
0: love Miami so much thank you for that um, <laughs> PSA that's important. <laughs> And then we already touched on Vanderpump a little bit. Speaking of wealth, we've already touched on Vanderpump a little bit just through your... But is there anything else you want before we go? Is there anything else you want to say about Vanderpump in general? Like any thoughts about Raquel, about the dog puncture wound, about, uh, oh my I mean, God. that was upsetting. That was What I photo. like about Raquel, I, I ask you a question that I'm like, what I like, <laughs> what I like about Raquel is that she gives me old Vanderpump vibes. Mm. Like someone living in like an apartment I used to live in, basically in North Hollywood, like struggling, still waitressing. She still has to waitress. Like she gives me old VPR vibes.
2: I was, I was, I had like a similar thing where I, I was so, like the scene of her crying and like sharing the napkin with Lisa felt so (laughs) like season two, like Stassi to me. Like, not saying Raquel is a Stassi-esque character. She's not at all. But I, I was just like, oh my God, this is so like, all of them being like 22, like, really leaning on Lisa as like a LA-based mother figure. Like, yes. I, I I, was so happy to see a moment like that on the show. And then the... Cl- I was just... I miss seeing Lisa Vanderpump on TV in that role specifically. Mm-hmm. Like, I was yeah. so... It was such a good moment when Raquel was crying. They <laughs> cry into a napkin together. Yes. Like, Lisa makes a big, like... Moment of her being like, let me get you a napkin off the table. Like it was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> and she's that like
0: that's old VPR. Like we're not getting that as much, and so like I don't need Ariana's sandwich shop with Katie. Like that it
2: that feels like a disaster to me. Like By the I don't way, need to. No see- posts on the Instagram. No sign of nothing. like nothing, Because nothing. I looked as soon as I was walking out of Schwartz and Sandy's. So I was like, you did. What's the status on something about her? <laughs> 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 There's no status. And, oh, the last thing about the Raquel VPR moment, Mm -hmm. her undercutting it at the end. Lisa, like, with that moment of her being like, (laughs) can you replace the napkin now because you slobbered all over it? (laughs) I was like, this is exactly why I love her. She's going to performatively comfort you and then be mad at you for getting the napkin dirty that she handed to you.
0: (laughs) So beautiful. I love her. (laughs) Mitra... you're a joy to have. Thank you so much for doing the podcast today. You're so funny. You're so smart. I want everyone to check out your new show, Digman on Comedy Central, March 22nd. I hope you'll come back. You're such a joy. I would come back every day if I could. Honestly, (laughs) we might be calling you again next week. (laughs) Thank you so much. And thank you to Kate and Amelia, Casey, June for that magic mic report. Thank you to <laughs>
2: myself too. Again. Thank you to yourself. <laughs> Did a great job.
3: Did a great job. <laughs>